you like us now. It's BZ85 Plays in the Godzilla 1985 I am Thurman Cody Plug, your uh, game master for this evening, because fuck D&D, that's why. Uh, joining me as always is our lustiest crew, uh, Crash Holly not appearing in this picture, Tanner, because also fuck him, that's why. Alongside that is Bombastic Bob, one of the NWA tag team champions. It's the owner, co-creator, and whatever else he wants to be around here of Podzilla1985. Shannon Young playing Aiden Valmont. Swear to Christ, I feel, I think he's fucking with me now every time he says co-creator. Jesse, Jesse Kimball didn't create shit. Jesse Kimball created a podcast that no one cared about or fucking remembers. That's what he created. I created Jesse Kimball. Also, hello, everyone. Yeah, just like Bombastic Bob would say. Uh, <laughs> illustrious member of the Job Squad from the West Coast, it is actual Bob Holly Kaz. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, let's see, who else do we have around here? Hollywood Bob Howard, the name nobody knows from WWF. He is also playing Rasmus Thomason. It's Double H. I just assumed I was going to be the super heavyweight, weighing well, in at over 500 pounds. I was saving that for last, but yes, you could also be super heavyweight. That's Molly Holly. Which, by the way, I, when I watched Backlash 2000 last night, they said for both Crash and Bob, allegedly weighing in at over 400 pounds. Allegedly. <laughs> It's like, well done, Lillian Garcia. And uh, rounding out our troop tonight, uh, pick your tag team partner, either Cody Rhodes or Bodacious Bart. It is uh, Lindsay Wolfgang. I don't get any of these wrestling references at all. It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. You don't like that's Bodacious Bart? I okay, don't know who well, that is. I, I at least recognize Rhodes, but... <laughs> yeah, was it Bodacious Bart and Bombastic it, Bob, the new was. Hollywood Rockers? Yep. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Like, Not Hollywood no, Rockers. Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot about the NWA 98 invasion where all the names didn't matter and neither did Jeff Jarrett. How could... Don't piss to, him I off. To, I had to quickly change Kaz's name in the group chat to Rikishi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like, I was wondering if that was going to be a thing. Why not? I was well, uh, before it was long as there's an egg. It's gotta be an I egg. didn't like that either. <laughs> I was right. I was driving around with Jesse earlier today. Uh, he was on his break. We were looking for a car. We went car shopping together. He was gonna help me out, and uh, he tried to say Mandy's name, and he said Mangly, and I'm like, okay, well, give me a second. <laughs> Mangly. <laughs> Mangly. I thought you just I thought you just named Bob that in the same spirit as as Homer with the possum. Like I call the big one Bitey. <laughs> Bob, well, my favorite I call the sad Bob's one mainly is Louisianimal. <laughs> the Louisianimal. <laughs> I think the I think my favorite one is now and probably will be for a long time. Uh, Dick Blayton, aka Nightwing. Nightwing. <laughs> that one fucking gets me every time. Ah. This conversation. Uh, the short end of it is that there's a skin for Nightwing in Gotham Knights, <laughs> and the, the boy is just letting it all hang out. Boy's packing. No. He's packing. It's yeah. very tight. It's, it's uncomfortably it's, tight it's for him and us. Costume. Yeah. The boy dropped yeah. his, his uh, Magnum condom for his uh, monster dog. <laughs> he's got three. Uh, he's got three sticks, if you know what I mean. It's not just the two he fights with. <laughs> His dick's yeah, really it's, big. It's, it's real uncomfortable, Shannon, or whomever it was posted it in the group, and I was just Jesse. enjoying the, the the human form. I was also disturbed. <laughs> I think Cody was verklempt. <laughs> I am. He asked the rest of us to take a minute and discuss it. Discuss it on our own. He didn't even give us the topic. A pea nut is neither a pea nor a nut. <laughs> oh man. 
Okay. All right. in, in case you're wondering why you're here, don't worry, so are we. <laughs> when last we left this crew in PZ85 plays, and you know what? I'm actually going to rely on one um, Double H's great description because he's been taking notes for this campaign, and it's far oh. better than anything I'm going to cobble together. Uh, at this What's point, like? yeah, that's right. Uh, at this point, the crew has left... Uh, the village of Barovia, the the city-state, not the actual state of Barovia. But they are on their way to Velaki, but en route. After a dream and a few other incidences leading them that way, the crew is trying to find their way to Sare Pool, T-S-E-R Pool, to have a meeting with an individual that called them by name in their dreams. Uh, they are traveling with Irina Koliana, the Burgomaster's daughter, as they make their way to Velaki to hopefully provide her safe passage and protection from one Strahd von Zerovich, who is trying to pursue her and make her his own, we believe. He has at least encountered her twice and seems to have a very keen interest in her. Uh, yeah, I think that's where we have left off on our way to uh, somewhere, wherever we find our way. Any questions or any thoughts as we make our way? Uh, I do have one question about it. Yeah. Uh, how do you like me now? I don't know. Are you going to sandbag and break my neck before the Royal Rumble in 2002? <laughs> Wait, didn't that happen to him? Yeah, sure, but he could also do it. I mean, it is Bob Holly. He's a stiff motherfucker. Wasn't he like the Cody biggest quickly. dick in wrestling there for a while? Like oh, backstage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he beat the hell out of people in Tough Enough, too. Like, he was a trainer in Tough Enough, too. That's right. It was not warmly received. Nope. <laughs> Importantly, I also have a quick question before we get started. Is there a way to escape the wizard's tower without acquiring the key? Uh, Cody, I'll field this one. Yeah, thank you. Please do. Shut the fuck up, soy boy. <laughs> I think that's. I, I, think, I, I think that's uh, one of the Simpsons. I withdraw yeah, I think my question. Dick has said that at one point. <laughs> it's fine. It's just a shot of Homer's like mouth open, static, while someone imposes it underneath. <laughs> Instead of I must go, my planet needs me. What the <laughs> fuck do you want? Mr. Black. Mr. Black. Hello, kids. I am Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Where will oh, we be seeing Krusty? Uh, soon enough. <laughs> well, yeah, I am Crunchy the Clown. <laughs> we want Crunchy. We want... <laughs> it begins. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey. all anyway. right. Well, all right. <laughs> a good time Jeez. was had by all. Okay, let's <laughs> let's make go in. Otherwise, our illustrious group is going to be hoofing it. Uh, that's exactly what you're doing because, as memory serves correct, uh, Aiden, or excuse me, Rasmus inquired about the availability of horses or anything to aid in your travels, and you were told that there was Bupkis. That they were not. There was nothing available. Indeed. I'm sorry. I just no. saw the map. <laughs> oh, hold Why? on. Oh, for hell. Come on. Can't trust y'all with anything. black screen on mine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you you got to zoom out. You can't yeah, see it. I found it's it. It's there. You can't it see sure the, the night wing. <laughs> it appears I... to be Bart Simpson's face, <laughs> only his <laughs> eyes and mouth have been replaced with the phrase night wing. <laughs> He's out. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Wait, I mean, you uh, didn't take the more obvious route of following the road 
and <laughs> there you, there you um, go. I just want to save that for posterity. Now you can clear it, Cody. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I just tried. I don't think I can. Oh Cannon. shit! I, it's not oh, me. I didn't do Nightwing. <laughs> it's definitely Kaz. I do. I do have a serious question. Is this like from the people that we were like walking with before? Is this was this the characters? I'm scared of what he's doing. Well, bye. Wait, what happened? I didn't. I, I didn't mean, s- I don't see anything. Is it in text only? Oh God yeah, damn it! Is. God damn it! <laughs> Fucking beamed us. Oh, I knew before I looked I was feeling like in the group chat. My dumbass nephew sends it to me in Snapchat of all places. Now in here. I don't like this shit. I'm sorry about your nephew getting it. It was to torture Steven. No, I I know. I I messaged him like Steven explicitly. Ever gone to the Facebook link on the side, by the way? Facebook.com slash Green Della Bean. I'm real honest, Hunter. I've never read the text on this meme because I don't care to look at it longer than I have to. Well... Somebody's doing some investigating. Careful. Oh, okay. Oh, God. I like the way I started. Let me me just help you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. God, This show was ruined. This is the first thing I see when it opens. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to fucking throw up. I'm laughing so hard. God damn it. For those of you, so for those of you listening at home. The tab says this. <laughs> God damn. Oh. God damn it. For those of you listening at home, the uh, the profile picture for Green De La Bean is the beaned guy wearing a red hat that says, Make beans great again. Be- make beans uh, green again. <laughs> Oh, green again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. green again. Yeah. And then uh, the tab for your browser says Green De La Bean dash cum dash Facebook. <laughs> Stop it. You're killing me. So I love Steven enough oh, to call man. him Green De La Bean. <laughs> oh, well, what the fuck? I'm happy to say we are 10 minutes into this episode and have done uh-huh. nothing. And not a Shannon, single I also, I also have your new profile picture. Just go ahead and take a little quick look at that, and then we'll get <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh. It's going down. <laughs> He's, wait. Is he so, is that supposed to be Mr. Peanut, but as a baked potato? It <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, clearly, he's a bean. I'm funking the he bean. He doesn't look like a bean. Oh, God. Oh, it hurts. Today is a bad day to be doing this with the sad things that have happened, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, man. So long, epic picture Ooh. of sci-fi Shannon Young, and hello, I'm fucking Bean. <laughs> <laughs> that combined with the Neil Breen. <laughs> oh, cover. God. I forgot he changed it to that. Oh. <laughs> Well, those green, using the green screen. Those are green greens right there. By the way, it's a goddamn legume. It's not a bean. Green, green. <laughs> oh, and it's oh, falling apart. Cody, Hunter. calm down. Your your blood sugar is spiking. Have a bean pocket. <laughs> and Hunter, it's 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 done. I'm talking motherfucking Thank fucking you. bean. 
That's Sponka. Hunter, that's Sponka Doodle Doo. I'm going to ask my friend who started taking shrooms with microdosing if that's what he sees when he closes his eyes after taking shrooms. Oh, I'm dying. I'm fucking dying, man. God damn it. Cody, do something Ew. about this. All right, let's get on with it. There are five people that are still here at this point wanting to know what happens in the Curse of Strahd, and we're dicking them over with our shenanigans. Yeah, yeah we sure are. All right, so... All of us, equally. <laughs> good, good news, y'all fell off a cliff and died. Game over. It's great. I found the wizard's key. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, okay. For real now. Okay. It's not serious. Yeah, so. all, right. all right. Yeah, as you uh, make your way out of Barovia, you know, you're traveling in a group. Uh, Red, as he is wont to do, kind of mutters something to the crew about he's going to take up the rear to make sure everything's kind of safe as you make your way out of Barovia. I'm sorry. Did you say he's going to take it up the rear to make sure? That we... Take up the rear. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. I mean, I would say he's got your six, but that implies a few other problems. So, you know. It's it's honestly it's for it, Max. <clears throat> yeah, it sure Always. is. So, <laughs> as you make your way out of Barovia, as we mentioned, you are on foot. Irina is at least at this juncture for all of your observations willing to go. You know, the arrangement was made with Ismark as you left the village that she would go willingly. And to this point, she seems, for lack of a better phrase, a little bit chipper about it. She seems, uh, I, you know, we made the joke about the song before we started recording, but she's very much kind of on the road again. It's the first time, seemingly to you all, that she's left the village in a while. So she seems kind of keen, despite everything, to see something new. This group is barely holding on, like, by a fucking thread. Giggly. I'm trying, Just, man. It, I'm we're so man. broken. If Hunter would stop, please <laughs> stop sending me things personally. I would appreciate it. God damn, he's still doing stop. stop. Those are for later. I think we need to put a ban on beans. I'm, I we gotta am, ban I'm beans. Beans now. are banned temporarily. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So on the road. Remind me again, what time of day is it? We left at like midday, right? Yes. Yeah, you guys would have left about noon, thereabouts. Okay. Now, we again, as, as you have noticed throughout your time in Barovia, the daylight or lack thereof doesn't really indicate much of that. It's <clears throat> still overcast and hazy pretty much anywhere you go at all times. But there's at least a day-night cycle because it's going to be darker at night. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we were told, as I recall, about a day and a half to Pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I mean, I say what, what that's gonna take us two nights, basically. No, we could probably do one night overnight, and then we would get there in the evening. Yeah, I, I mean, if if you ask me, days are half day, and then the full day. Yeah, right, right. To which, if you kind of speak this aloud and mention it to the party, Irina, again, despite her general positive demeanor, will mention that. Yes, the the less time we spend unsheltered during the night is probably safer for myself and all peoples involved. Yeah, so, I mean, push it as late as we can go into the darkness, but as soon as it seems, like, unreasonable, then, then camp somewhere. 
as safe as we can make it. I, I, I mean, what do we? Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. You tell me what we're seeing because I, I want to know kind of where we need to be looking for in terms of like a camp space. Yeah, as you go along, it's <clears throat> much of what you have seen in your initial travels. As you leave Barovia, uh, you if you were to look back, you would see maybe not as thick a fog as encamped you upon your initial entry into this area, and especially after you left that house. But it does, after about a few, I'd say mm-hmm. 100 yards or so, you kind of see your backdrop get hazy and fogged up a bit as you move forward so uh, anytime you move that's generally what you're seeing as you walk through this wooded area i would say especially as you kind of get through the the early afternoon you're going to cross if you reference the map you're kind of on this bridge making your way through you've crossed this small little uh river stream whatever you consider it to be uh even it kind of over the water has this fog, this haze, so that you can't see through it, or at least kind of perceive from a, a distance anything through or what could be on the water. But it's so far unimpeded. It seems to be a generally undisturbed path of it's a beaten trail. So that's the thing as well. So you guys aren't encountering something where you're having to rough yeah. it through unmarked land. Like you are following to this point, at least a road that would theoretically go to Velaki if the map's to be believed. So you're, yeah, we're, sorry, we're looking for this location here, right? Cause that's going to get us to this space here. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. And further down the road, take that all the way across the bridge up here and all that. And that's how you get to Velaki. The Velaki. Correct. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but my general plan was go as long as we can until it gets dark. As soon as it, you know, was deemed unsafe to push forward, get off the road, camp, not too far off the road. I don't want to be too far away from it. Um, but get off the road, camp, and and take watch overnight and all that. Agreed. I'm good with that. <clears throat> Irina voices that as well, although uh, she will kind of mention to herself anybody who's nearby. I do hope we get to Serapool soon. I am I, I am curious to see this place. She, you know, kind of the outside observer seems a little uh kind of like an excited kid. Yeah. She she I mean, seems the reason she's not been away from home that often, I would assume. And I, I don't want to vocalize that to her because I don't want it to, to seem condescending, but I yeah, I would imagine Rasmus at some point in time would try to like indirectly mention that just you know mention that her spirits seem high and that sort of thing and that it's a good thing like in addition to that that she should keep that that mentality in in, any interaction where you would kind of lead to that thought process that she's kind of got her spirits about her and that's a good thing she she'll be open about it she says as 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 the things i've encountered especially in recent weeks and months could deter me i feel that this opportunity to leave the village and see the world anew is is the best i can hope for Uh, i of course worry uh, despite this great company i'm with about what what may pursue me but uh and she kind of smiles and says it's been a long time since i left the village with father and toured the lands this is this is good Plus, agreed. Plus, the Vistani, from what I know, seem to be 
always welcoming in some respect. So, again, newer faces and at least fresher faces than what I've encountered in Barovia. So I will take take my leave and kind of puffs up her chest a little bit. Do my best to be resolute. We don't have anybody. We may have a young adventurer on our hands. <laughs> What'd you say, Hunter? I didn't hear you. Uh, no, I. Lindsay's line was better. <laughs> I'm gonna let her run then. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Except for you, would you would notice that that she's kind of there's a little bit of a spark in her, at least in this early travel, that you didn't see much in your first couple of days around her, and it's you know from your estimation likely because she's out of her brother's watch. She's with new faces. She's going to explore the land that there's something different about this day. And she'll, she'll kind of face that head on. I would assume that, uh, Kaz and I, oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, the blood ninja. Yorn. Yeah. Well, I was going to call him the blood ninja. I would That's assume, fair. That's I, I would assume that Bjorn and Aiden hearing and seeing that excitement would kind of just give her a look knowing what adventure leads to, and yeah, just the the whole uh, the adventure isn't always what it's cracked up to be. It, it, but I'm not gonna say it out loud though. Just kind of a look, concerned, really. And in my head, I'm thinking an adventure time tends to lead to Bjorn in time. He did think that. I could hear it. That's right. I can hear. I can read your thoughts, boy. <laughs> <laughs> meow 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 meow. <laughs> We don't. Uh, we don't have anybody who plays an instrument, do we? At least not noted as such. To I got a guitar right there. I <laughs> right there the whole time. Right there. That's right. Um. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody has any instruments to my. I uh. Do here. I could sing some uh, songs, a la Lord of the Rings, uh, the little small guys. I, I was gonna. Oh, so I thought you were gonna make a Tom Bombadil joke. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I'm gonna. Kinda, I don't. Retcon's not the right term, but uh, yeah, we can barely hear that. Um, I, I would say, things. I'm I, gonna I, say he's a singer. I I want to add to that, and I want to say uh, Zephra and Ra- Rasmus start singing, and Zephra knows the song and joins in with them, and they sing together while we walk. She seems like the type that would carry a song in her heart, honestly. Like she's got that kind of nurturing uh, nature in a way, so yeah, I'm a storyteller but... entertainer. That's right. She's a bard, right. basically. So I mean, I was gonna say at the least she's someone who could spin a yarn around a campfire. To be certain, she's had adventures enough to gather stories. Yeah, Rasmus is a guy who who grew up a in a church, um, b around like a lot of common folk. It was a militaristic you know city, but but there were a lot of the people who were left behind that he was helping to take care of younger kids and. And uh, and that sort of thing. So yeah, I, surely he knows some like tradition. I'm not gonna do it. You're not getting that shit out of me right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know some <laughs> some sort of little you know commonly known um, traveling tune of some kind. And I'll I'll roll performance if you want me to. I I just that's just flavor. You know what? I, I would. I, I'd be kind of curious. It's the first time, at least in Barovia. I'm also curious about this. And what is the traveling tune about exactly? It's not um, bad. Yeah, it's a 13 plus two. I got a 15. Yeah, um, I mean, so it's the first time you've sang in, in, in this area since everything's kind of played out yeah. thus far. But <clears throat> sure, have at it. What's, a, what's your character um, about, or how's he handling that? 
the uh so so it starts out like he kind of just starts humming quietly like a, and then realizes he's doing it and like <clears throat> clears his throat like kind of embarrassed but then nobody objects so he starts a little louder and eventually starts adding lyrics to it and it's it's some little uh traveling tune it's very like you know merry band of adventurers on their way that sort of thing i don't know i don't know what the lyrics are Cass is going to find out what the lyrics are because he's on chat GPT right now. I can see that. Oh, but, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause if oh, there's one thing no. it's good at, it's heart and soul. Uh, that's what you want to give the AI. <laughs> so, so as, uh, like I said, Rasmus cracks on this song and seems to, you know, be getting into it a little bit. Uh, I, Irina, you would notice kind of gives a smile and, and not knowing the song, but she'll kind of try to pick up the tune and hum along a little bit. Not very, not very boisterously or loudly, but kind of generally enjoys the the atmosphere that's being crafted here. Okay, well, credit to Chat GPT. Yeah, it's not too enough. bad. No, yeah. well, it, it, it's awkward coming out of Rasmus because he's very much not like a traveling kind, but it's something right. he would have heard like groups of adventurers like sing on their way through. You know, yeah, it's that kind of thing. That song's <laughs> not nearly as embarrassing as I was expecting. I'm honestly a little disappointed. No. It's very generic, which is, I mean, everything you get from Chad, yeah. I was going to say, as a side, is either totally off the wall or it is is generic. Painfully generic, yeah. But, right. I mean, that's fine. We're, you know, that's how that goes <laughs> for this. Yeah. Uh, for, for the rest of you, kind of as Rasmus picks up this tune and even as he kind of catches himself and, and dies down a little bit, how does the rest of the party react? It's seemingly the first time there's been some kind of positive Merriman. Yeah, Merriman, perfect <laughs> word for it. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I'm I'm just game and sing along too. Once I catch on to what he is doing and do indeed recognize it, I am not. I am just walking stoically, <laughs> looking around every so often. Gaz is playing uh, an invisible. I'm not saying, yeah. What's what's Bjorn doing over there? <laughs> He's just. <laughs> See, I'm playing on an invisible You're just strumming like to nothing in your head. You're playing the tune, man. That's exactly. I'm in my own world. Man. Yeah. Make my own music. <laughs> okay. That's and, good for me. This, I think the song that, that Bjorn is singing is like, I am smelling like a rose. And it's just <laughs> plays in his head over and over again. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what was going through my head. With a, with we're, a we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna veto the second verse there. I don't like. Um, so come on down and don't delay. It sounds like an ad. <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. <laughs> I, well, I did ask it to write it in a form of a jingle. It did yeah. his job. In, yeah. in, Hunter, in Hunter's former life, he's been a part of one too many shitty commercials for that radio. Is <laughs> that is Famous correct. from yes. hell. That's my. That's yeah. my favorite. Part. Yeah, the ending of it is also very a dramatic turn. Yeah, I'm gonna veto the second verse. The first one is is satisfactory though. That's fantastic. Okay. I'll settle for. The- I'm sorry. I just realized the last lines is to victory and tales to tell. So come along and save us save from us hell. From hell. Oh my yeah. god, that is something yeah. Rasmus would sing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Chat, chat beat or ChatGPT just watched Event Horizon, so it's really starting to pick up on some of its cues. Oh, ChatGPT's got the right idea. <laughs> oh goodness! So yeah, uh, the merriment kind of goes along as you you know move through, and that carries your spirits for I'd say probably the rest of the day. You get a little bit of chatter going on from that. You guys kind of feel some lightness for 
it may be the first time in a while, especially seeing is the departure from Barovia left a few people in uh, in bad ways uh, internally within this group. It did. As darkness begins to fall, uh, you know, uh, Hunter kind of, or it should be Rasmus kind of, as you gauge where you are in the land, you would uh, assess you're about there. About. So you're kind of at Sorry, a show me again. Oh, okay, yep. I see it. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're making good time, but you, at least from what you can gauge the map, don't believe you're going to make it to Serapool in a reasonable time tonight sure. due to the half day. Yeah. Yeah, at, as soon as it seems reasonable, as I said before, I would I would okay. recommend, hey, we should we should start um, finding a place to rest for the night. A little ways off the road, gather some firewood, get the tents together, water, all that. Yeah, at least as you go along, there's no impedance to doing that. You find kind of red. A... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, red, go chop some wood. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, know red he... was calling you the. Uh... Never mind. He's called me the e word earlier, elf. Yeah, he's like, go, go get some firewood, elf. Go sing us a song, elf. Well, he's half right. So, <laughs> tell us, are you half wolf or wood elf? <laughs> he's Laotian. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Which ocean? <laughs> oh um, man. As you as you go to gather supplies, at least you're not inhibited by doing so. Again, it's kind of darker, and as you were to travel off the path, you don't have as much visibility due to just the general fog and the darkness that falls. But you, at least initially, don't encounter any adverse effects trying to gather supplies for the night. Okay. And um, as you do so, Irina. Again, playing party to, to what she can do. And, you know, she'll follow whomever it is, you know, cutting wood. She'll kind of stack a pile in her arms and carry it to the campsite. She'll help as need be to prepare the, the bed rolls or whatever tents you may craft to protect yourself. I, I don't think any of us have an actual tent. I don't believe so. I think it's all the bed rolls. Bed roll. Yeah. Um, yep. But assuming the weather's not inclement, I'm not too concerned about that bed roll is satisfactory. Yeah. Not, not to this point. Everything uh, that's the one thing that, as you kind of mentioned, that you would notice is that weather hasn't really proved to be much of a thing here, other yeah. than your your first kind of stay or that first incident that led you to uh, Lagroff's Manor. There hasn't really been. It's kind of just generally even keel overcast. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't imagine we have much in the way of, of food other than trail rations, unless you guys want to try to hunt something, but like we're a day away from. Yeah, rations from, uh, are fine by me. Yeah. yeah. Jerky and that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have any like grandiose plans for. <laughs> I, I sang a song, man. I'm, I'm tapped out. That's right. <laughs> you, you are spent. Yeah. Uh, 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 just like hanging around the, the campfire and all that. I mean, I, I don't have anything specific other than at some point in time, I recommend that we'll make a, a watch schedule. Um, and Rasmus will definitely go off on his own for a little bit before uh, sleeping. He is, uh, he's praying. He's like centering himself. I'm assuming yeah, red is watching over us from the, from the forest. From the he's great beyond. Yes. Just watching down. He's in a tree. He's in a tree watching <laughs> over us. He's taking uh, all the shifts. Yeah, you know, hold on. Let's, let's, do, let's, check, let's do a quick roll for that character. 
yeah, you know, he's he's competent enough to climb a tree. It takes him a little longer than he expected and probably leads to some laughter for you guys because he's uh, seemingly capable of doing that at seven feet tall, but it apparently gives him a hard time. We're going to have to call the fire department of Barovia just to get him out of it. <laughs> he's a wood elf stuck in a tree. Call 911. <laughs> call an ambulance, but not for me. Not for him. <laughs> They'll have to crack open a can of elf food. Try to lure him down with that. Come on. Just get, sit it at the base and walk away. You might make him skittish. Get one of those sticks with the feather on the string at the end and just kind of wiggle it. <laughs> wiggle it down. Yeah, no, red. Would, a, would a can of elf food just be some of that Limbus bread? Yeah, basically. That's what it is, right? It's just a World War II ration can filled with Limbus bread. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, uh, buddy. For what it's uh, worth... Uh, not that it impacts much as things go, but you guys would have come from uh, the southwest direction. So generally around this area or that area is where you would go back to the path. This is kind of not terribly far. You're only, I'd say, 10, 15 feet away from the actual established path. But yeah, enough to kind of give you some protection from right. whatever may cross it. So... Just, I mean, a fairly standard setup would be what campfire right here, bed rolls around it, you know, here, here, yeah. that kind of stuff. As far out into the center as we can get, such that if indeed something does come up on the night, we can see it coming. Mm -hmm. Whoever's on watch, you see it and or hear it, hear it. Yeah. Does anyone yeah. have any string and bells? Uh, I definitely don't have any bells. I. You can always, you can always set up. Oh, I don't think I have any string. I'd say you all should have hemp and rope. If we yeah. wanted to be more cautious for the evening, we could always set up like trip line. I mean, short short of rope, I don't have anything that'll be satisfactory for that. I got whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am kind of surprised, admittedly, you didn't uh, use to crack along with the song. I thought that would have been perfect for that. Uh, Aiden is in a, a mood after grabbing Bjorn before they came over. Because uh, if, if you guys oh. don't remember, at the end of the last episode, um, uh -huh. after Bjorn and Aiden ended up killing the boy in the basement, uh, Aiden didn't take too kindly to it and grabbed Bjorn. Um, and neither of them knows what either of them are thinking because they are both the odd men out in this group. They are, they are the, the monster slayers who are potentially monsters themselves. So... Aiden is 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 very much quiet and keeping to himself right now. He's he's thinking while Kaz is hitting the Gandalf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know I'm a monster. Have you seen me? <laughs> you don't know what's but inside as, of Aiden, you know. As far as from Bjorn's point of view, like he might he might have been playing his guitar and kind of bobbing in his head, but still, from the last one, he's still kind of like experiencing these like random flashbacks to um, when his village is wiped out and kind of the situation that happened at that time, part of which he's forgotten things are starting to come back. The singing unlocked memories. To hearing the howling and whatnot that was going on. I don't know if that's still around. The howling. We were here. That is, we were leaving Barovia, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I didn't know if yes, that yes, still yeah. like progressed with us. Is that still in, in the night air? At least to the point where you've set up camp, you haven't heard much. Okay. You've it's heard right. general animal life kind of being on the path, but nothing like targeted that you would expect like you heard when you were leaving Barovia. This is, this is what I was thinking in terms of like this tripwire scenario. I was thinking, I was remembering 
the howling and whatnot if we need to do a little bit more kind of extra uh, to keep an eye on the camp. It's yeah. a good call, but I don't think any of us have anything that'll do it. Um, worth noting the kind of thing we might want to get our hands on for the future, though. Yeah. Mm. You know, the howling out of, was out of good. Out character, but... I will say, you know, if we had a rogue, uh, <laughs> Only but we, we don't. <laughs> Howling was like, it was B tier compared to American Werewolf in London. And they came out in a v- very close to each other. The Werewolf was okay, but that movie was all right. I've got the collection. It, it makes you feel better out of character. Your ranger, uh, old red doesn't have anything either. I thought he yeah, was going to follow up on what I was saying. And I was getting worried. <laughs> no, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I don't expect anyone not, not to have long. seen the howling other than me. So Maybe James Spader. No, no, no. Uh, uh, D, uh, I forget her, I forget her name. It's it's from the eighties. It's a uh, Bradley Baker. D Bradley, yeah, uh-huh. that's her. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm looking it up. So there's a D a D Wallace. What am I? D Wallace. Of? That's who it is. The, the one with uh, Jack Nicholson and Spader. Oh, you're thinking of Wolf? Wolf. There it is. Yeah. No, that was bad. I mean, I didn't say it was good. <laughs> I said I remembered. It. No, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> Real bad. Um, that can't be right, right? And my math can't be math in here. So there's six of us. Yep. If we did one's in a tree, it's eight hours of long rest. If you yep. do six hour, or if you do six shifts, is that forty five minutes a shift? That can't be right, right? Five times six. That's two hundred and seventy divided by sixty. No, that's four and a half. What? What am I? My math's not math in here. Trying to figure out how long we need to, need to do that. Alternatively, since you know, again, out of character, Tanner's not here. I don't know how that handles his his yeah. watch. I mean, he would be um, able to take watch. If anything, I would note actually is you. You know, Rasmus starts speaking aloud about drafting the plan. Irina's going to kind of gesture her hand and ask to uh, not play party to watching, if only because yeah, doesn't feel as helpful in that respect. And she'll kind of note that, other than her. You know the rapier that her brother let her take with her. She's like, I don't believe myself to be gifted enough to do this. Well, the only reason I even included her, honestly, was just because it would just be a hey, wake everybody up so we can we can yeah. figure this thing out. Eighty minutes. There it is. That's I don't know why it was coming up seventy five. That's far more accurate. Okay, and seventy five minutes wouldn't have been right either. Um, but there's five there's five of us. And realistically, I mean, we could just cut it down to four and everybody takes two hour shifts. That's still six hours of rest per person. Yeah. I don't tend to sleep anyway, so I'll take first shift. I mean as you voice that vocalize that. <laughs> yeah. As as you kind of voice Frost that part of the plan, thing. Irina will pick up a little bit. She say, Well, I will uh I'll sit. And she'll gesture to you, Zephra. I'll sit with Zephra if she'll so let me to see what what keeping watch seems like in this situation. It's fine. I'm a-okay with it. Yep. Yeah, so she's she's agreeable to... I'm, again, keep, I'm know, keeping an eye on her, because she's a little... Aiden's thinking she's a little too agreeable. So he's, um... He's wary. He's wary. Okay. I'm not trusting them. I'm not going to sleep. A- Aiden doesn't that. trust happiness. You heard it here first, folks. He takes it after his master. I agree. I'm the master. I would I would recommend then uh and I'm sure he's not saying this out loud, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that I've been tuned to some of this. The two of them take the first watch. Aiden can follow them. 
right after that, um, then Bjorn, and then I'll do the last one, and that way I can be up early and I can start like getting things ready for us to take off. You're supposed to be up early in the morning, cook a breakfast. Cook anyway. a breakfast. Yeah. yeah, you know that's that woo woo. Yeah, never mind. No, he's right. Oh. Yeah, the cleric goes, whoop, <laughs> I sent you the bub rub of time, didn't I? You did. Oh, oh, it's so God. glorious. It's so glorious. You said that to Matt Susan, but I promise you, you will make his day. He will fall out. where He could be in church right now. He wouldn't be, but he could be, and he will fall out. Right now, <laughs> oh, okay. no, don't worry, that's you playing in my headphones right now because I could not hear it for a second. <laughs> 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 it's just a little dance they put with the two. He's got the skull kid dance, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I could not, it was in my head there. <laughs> yeah, if uh, you know, Zephra and I- Irina want to take the first watch. Uh, Rasmus, you said you wanted to take the tail end of the watch. Uh, to to kind of hand wave him not being here, Red's going to mutter something to y'all from the trees about watching from the trees. Sure. That works. He probably then falls asleep and sleeps in the tree all night long like a cat. Yes. Yes, you predicted it correctly. <laughs> I'd rather Phenomenal. have first watch anyways because I'd rather be up, go to sleep, and not have to wake up mid-sleep. Wake up! Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, Cody, would uh, this be yeah. a good time for us to discuss all the things that are happening between Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, and, and that stuff? No. Okay, just wanted to ask. <laughs> fuck D&D, though. Or at least fuck Wizards. Fuck Hasbro. Fuck Hasbro. Fuck Hasbro, fuck Wizards, hashtag D&D be gone. Uh, <laughs> we were going to talk about this after the show, but... Uh, Depending on how my friend keeps his D&D Beyond subscription, we might be doing this with paper, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get we'll too comfy with your character sheets. We'll make it work. Kaz has got it. Oh, He's ready to run. What yeah. printers are for? Okay. Hunter's yeah, already I'm ready. I mean, yeah, yeah I got, I got to about that. The important thing is... No, Roll20 is going to work. That well, I was going to say, the important thing is if you have your characters in Beyond, I mean, I, I only have a free account. I'm giving them nothing. I have six characters. They're yeah. all free. I'm paying no That's money. all I have. My stuff is yeah. literally shared for my one friend that does have a subscription. Yep. There is one so. thing you're giving them, and that's DAU, a daily, or a daily active user. Yeah. I mean, yeah, case, but, but again, I'm giving them literally no money. No money out of my pocket goes into them. Right. So. No, I'm just thinking about it from terms of, like, advertising. Hire the... Yeah. DAU, the more advertising. Don't worry, kids. We'll pivot this to Pathfinder 2nd Edition somehow. I've already <laughs> been working on it in the background, just in case. Let's go anyway. back and play 4E. I don't take yeah. out of that anymore. Yeah, I got 3.5 and, and 4E. Yo, you got 4. Oh, like, we can make this work. Tomorrow. Yep. Talk more about that later, too. There you go. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, Zephra and Irina take the first shift. Uh, Zephra, give me a um, perception check. I will can do the do same. That. Hunter, while she's doing that, I want to point out, you mentioned to me the House of the Dead remake today on PS5, and I looked at that. So Lindsay and I were at Best Buy earlier, and they had a copy of House of the Dead remake on Xbox, Xbox One, or Series X. Yes. And I'm wondering, is this the same game and it's just coming to PS5, or is this something different? From like last year or something. Okay. All right. Also, Lindsay got a 20. Yeah, Lindsay got a 20, which Yonkritz has seen uh, guilt, or at least that kind of check, but yes, you absolutely... 
<laughs> you you are well aware of your entire surroundings for that two hours. Uh, Irina, far less so. Uh, you can tell uh, as you sit, she's a little bit of a chatty Kathy. Like she's just kind of uh, as you know, not to play too much in the stereotypes. You're the first female companion she's had in a while. Like it's been her brother and her dad. So she's just excited to have someone else to talk to about literally anything other than politics and death and being mad about the tavern and the people not liking him there. Like you're the biggest breath of fresh air that she's had in a long time. So she's very happy. Which I more or less see myself as a listener anyways, seeing that I'm a storyteller, I'm always picking things up and Having been on a few adventures of my own, I know how to pay attention to what is being said to me and my surroundings at the same time. And you you absolutely succeeded that, at least to, to your observation, other than just the, again, general animal noise and the, the, the sounds of nature, Red, you know, rolling over on his little, you know, twig or branch in the tree. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> you're, you're not observing anything out of the norm, and, uh, to wit, Irina letting her guard down a little bit in terms of, you know, talking. Uh, for the first time, you pick up since leaving Barovia a little bit of that concern. And she's quick to say it. She says, I, I appreciate the party. I appreciate everyone uh, being so willing to help me to safety. And I will uh, do my best to not be uh, a dead weight, a burden. But uh, some of this is new to me. Some of this is something I haven't had to do before and fend for myself. I, I like the idea of it, uh, of being of independence as much as I can be with the target on my back, it seems. But, uh, and she kind of trails off because you can tell she nods. She's a little bit, you know, a little bit misty eyed, a little bit. You can see that the defensive have come down and the, that spirit she had about her the first day of travel is. Maybe a little bit of a, a, a put on. Do my best to kind of reassure her and kind of just let her know first steps have to start somewhere. Just don't be afraid if you trip to get back up again. And that provides some solace. And she, she, you know, she gives her appreciation of that. Uh, but your two hours go without incident other than, you know, again, uh, nervous Nettie, chatty Kathy, Irina kind of talking you're off a bit, but nothing untoward. So you are uh, who? Who's taking next? Uh, next watch. Actually, you know we'll, we'll play through. We'll we'll give Red next watch. <laughs> give me a. You know you don't see him, but you know which tree he's in. Zephra, how do you want to get his attention? Um. Well, I have a little spell called Gust that will let me rustle tree leaves. Oh, please tell me she crits it and ends up blowing him out of the tree and killing him by accident. And then someone has no, a text Tanner. I can create a harmless sensory effect using air, such as causing leaves to rustle, wind to slam shutters shut, or your clothing to ripple in the breeze. And he's half asleep, scares him, and then he falls. Oh my god, wait a minute. She has the dramatic effect spell. Like, why are you not always <laughs> casting that while you're walking and just having your cloak, like, billow behind you? Cantrip! She can do it any time! Right? You can do it literally <laughs> whenever you want. I would do that 24-7, given the opportunity. That's so, amazing. So, it's really not quick. In my nature. This, this is an unimportant story, but I have to mention, you know I'm a big MMORPG fan. I play all of them. 
Well, I played Lineage 2 uh, years ago because Bob told me to play it. And okay. I, I, for whatever reason, I decided back then I was really into playing girl characters because it's that old argument I had of like, well, I'm going to stare at a character all the time. I want it to be attractive. Well, I, I, you know, whatever. I don't follow that rule anymore. But so I picked an uh, elf like mage and Lineage 2 was the only game I've seen, the only MMO that had clothing physics when you like cast spells. So I go to cast a spell and I start casting and the wind picks up around her, which of course blows her skirt up and it's just her ass and underwear showing to everybody. And I went, oh, this is a Korean game, isn't it? Oh, and uh, <laughs> and I was done with Lineage 2. I never played it again. No, thank you. I'm going to drink whiskey you know now. Go ahead. You were wrong. It is. It is a South Korean developer. It absolutely is. That's why, Kaz, whenever you hear us, like me and uh, me and Jesse and them talking about like, oh, it's a Korean game, and somebody's like, well, what does that mean? You'll know yeah, if you know. It. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you yep. know. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Cody. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you're, I mean, it's a, it's a cantrip, so it's not like there's anything that's going to impede it. Yeah, you cast that, and you kind of, you know, to borrow from uh, old Bucket himself, kind of muttering, what the hell? What, what's going on? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell's going here? on? I tried not to. I started it. I was like, don't do the, don't do the thing. Oh, don't do the don't voice. Don't do the voice. <laughs> Next, I'll be doing a hat trick. Just... <laughs> well, you're not supposed to get grease on there, though. It was so sad. So, so sad. sad. <laughs> yeah, Zephyr, you uh, you hear Red rustling in the tree up there. What? How, I mean, you follow up with any words? Or you feel like you've uh, you've conveyed your attention enough? And I'll once I have his attention, I'm like, hey, you're up, wake up, <laughs> wake up. All right. <laughs> yeah, tell him to put on a little makeup, and you guys are going to bed. And you and you do. Uh, Red. Let's see. What's he got here? Okay. To Red's credit, he's he stays up. He has a. Uh, you know, he's aware of. Of wooded surroundings, being a wood elf, you know he is is quite capable. His perception check, by the way, was a twenty one, so he too was able to be perceptive. And his uh, two hours go without much issue. I'm going to actually let's see here. Who's next up in the uh, the order? Aiden, the Kazman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're in time. Okay, let's see here. Okay. Yeah, all right, uh, Kaz. You being being in a sleep. Uh, well, I'm actually, I'll let you speak for that. How have you been passing the first four hours? Because that's there's something's gonna happen here. Um, kind of in and in and out, but not very tired. I always have trouble sleeping, so I do so very very in small increments. All right, as as you kind of are doing, you're you're fading in and out. You have a, a little twig or something that comes out of the tree and lands right by your head. Okay, not a fan of this. <laughs> you, you hear from said red. tree, Red just mutters, you're up, and then you hear the rustle of the leaves, and that's it. Fair enough. Okay, all right. When I notice it's Red, I'm just like, all right, it's, it's my time. So, yeah, uh, commence, watch. Yeah, you get the impression he doesn't care to get out of that tree. Yeah, he's going to be there all freaking night. I yep. just kind of like look up, shake my head, move on, wondering who's going to get him out of it. Somebody might. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Perception. Okay. Where is that? Perception? That's deception. That's the wrong one. Almost clicked that. 
I mean, you can deceive the Night Watch if you so wish. I don't know what's going to benefit you, but sure. Deceive the Night is my favorite um, <laughs> The Weeknd album. Honestly, see, Dece- I was going to say it was your Night favorite. Uh, badass. I thought it was going to be your favorite emaciation single. <laughs> oh, you 15. Oh, that could work. Okay. Uh, you, Bjorn, specifically, uh, hear a bit more of that howling that you mm-hmm. heard in Barovia. Hair's whatever hair I got standing up back of my yeah. neck. Okay. Uh, it's not necessarily a fearful thing. It's just. Right. Yeah. Alertness. Yeah. Animal magnetism. Uh, raw animal magnetism. <laughs> Ram. Uh, yeah, you uh, specifically would be the first to notice as things go along as your kind of hair stands up on the back of your neck. Uh, from about... Well, let's pull up the map here to give you some preference point. From about that far out in the clearing, kind of where the tree line stops, you see... a. Uh, Couple sets of yellow eyes. How far away am I? Like, I, we're kind of guesstimating. I would imagine campfires here, and y'all are kind of around about it. I'd say you're probably about thirty feet out, forty feet out. And where was it coming from again? I didn't see the clip. Uh, northeast corner. Oh, okay. So it's it's kind of close to where we are in this mm-hmm. quadrant here. Okay. And while he's thinking about uh, what he's wanting to do, I have an exciting announcement, Cody, right here, right now, live. Right here, yeah, sure. right here on Podzilla 1985 plays because we love RPGs and we love. Uh, we know you guys love RPGs. We're going to give away a free copy of the fantastic Crusader Kings Three on PC on Steam right now. I'm going to give it away right now. Crusader Kings Three, one of the best tactical games on the market. I'm giving it away right now. Uh, I'll tell you how. I'm going to read you the code off right now. If you're listening and you want a free copy of Crusader Kings 3, go to Steam right now and then put this code. It's T. We absolutely can, and I'm doing it. I don't care. For fuck the censors. It's T A R E R dash Y Y Y C J dash D Y H D X. That is a free copy of Crusader Kings 3 for whoever wants it. Take it. Enjoy, part, boys. Part of that was from our legal team. It was the why, why, why part. <laughs> I'll tell you. All right. So in truth, I'll tell you why. I have Humble Bundle, and I've had it for years. I have so many games that I have done nothing with. I'm going to start giving them away here on the show. And I just gave away a free copy of Crusader Kings 3 live on PZ85 Plays. Now I'm going to sip this whiskey, go on with the show. I really don't know how to follow that. Um, <laughs> With an action, I assume. R- r- yeah. Roll for Crusader Kings check. That's exactly. <laughs> yes, I want. I want to roll for that particular code and make sure it's still valid. Well, you better yeah, hurry up, buddy. Um. No, actually, as I see these eyes, I, I whoever is closest to me, particular, uh, perhaps Aiden, I just kind of <laughs> kick at his uh, feet to get his attention, get get it, get him stirred up a little bit because uh-huh. we got some problems afoot. I just went to sleep, so I'm gonna wake up quickly. Yes. Yeah. And so when he does, I I'm down near. I I, I crouch down to him and just kind of like I don't put my hand over his mouth. I'm just in front of him, just shushing, and I'm pointing over my shoulder toward the tree line where those yellow eyes are being seen. And I'll tell you what, Kaz. In response to that, I'm giving away a free copy of Death Loop 
but I'm giving it to yeah. you specifically. I'm sending you the code on Steam. This is a fantastic action game. I just sent you the code. That's a free copy of Deathloop. Stay tuned to Podzilla1985 all week as we're giving away free PC games. Okay, 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 hold on. I've already, I've got hum- Humble Rest Bumble, in peace, too. Don I've Weiss. already got that game. Oh, well. <laughs> It's also on Game Pass. <laughs> Look, man, not all of them are going to be winners. I can't wait personally to claim Crusader just to be a dick and Shannon's gonna have to go back and put that graphic like they do on the old WWF rips on Peacock. (laughs) Number no longer active. (laughs) Code no longer available. In relation... (laughs) Probitization may not have happened. In relation to game, uh, I, I see this I see, I can see these eyes, right? If he, if Actually, he... I want you to give me a perception check. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, switch windows. I got a couple windows open. Yeah, uh, you got Crusader Kings 3 pulled up, I'm ready to go. Ready to go. All right, perception. Yeah. Uh, seven. No bonus. Okay. Uh, you currently don't see anything. I'm tired. I, he just woke me up, and like my eyes are blurry. Yeah, you you don't see any yellow eyes or anything in that distance. How how close is the other crew to where I'm standing to, to the side of Aiden? I mean, generally, I would imagine you're all kind of encamped around this fire. I can't imagine you know Rasmus. What would you guys be five, six feet apart? Rasmus, like reach out to him with my other hand. I mean, you could probably do a little bit of a, like a shuffle of a reach to the yeah. person next to you. Yeah, I'm try- I'm doing that. I'm kind of giving him a nudge, but I'm also same. I'm kind of like still holding my hands up on both of them. Okay, you say Rasmus is who you're reaching for next? Yeah. Okay, Rasmus, uh, you kind of get stirred up. You notice him kind of shushing you and pointing toward that northeast corner. You give me a perception check, please. That's something I can do. And while he's doing that, stay tuned to this Thursday where I'll be giving away a free copy of Gas... of of, Hold on, what is it? Of Gas Station Simulator. Simulator. This Thursday, Gas Station Simulator. We're giving a free copy away. All right. Well, ah, shit, who'd we lose? We lost gas. <laughs> I guess he really wants that gas station simulator. So uh, 18 plus 6 is the 24. Good God. Yeah. Um, Doesn't he? You, you he? wake up, you also see nothing over there. What? Oh. 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 Okay, so when he woke me up, he literally just woke me up, and I just looked in that direction like he didn't say anything. Bjorn, I'll let you take it. How did you wake him up? Yeah, I, I'm kind of shaking him left hand, asking him if he's seeing these yellow eyes, these things. I'm I'm hearing the howls in the distance. <clears throat> I feel like I'm still, I'm assuming I'm still seeing this when I turn over and look over my shoulder. Am I still, if I look back and they're both kind of shaking their heads at me that they can't see it, I look back again at the at, at the edge of the woods. Am I still seeing this? It's a bit of a back and forth, kind of you blink a few times, you see those yellow eyes, but you kind of give yourself a second to recollect, and you don't see them, it kind of, it's coming and going to you. And yeah, then how about I'm going to look, I'll let you answer his question. <laughs> What's up? He said sounds, is he still hearing sounds? Currently no, other, other than just ambient nature, you're not hearing anything okay. in particular. Okay, so I'm going to look from him to where he's pointing. To Aiden, who I assume is looking at me at this point. Yes. Back to where he was pointing, back to Bjorn, and just kind of like shrug emoji. Shrug my shoulders. Yeah. What? There's nothing there. I died. So what? in a whisper, I just kind of described to him very simply. 
that there's these yellow eyes. I'm hearing the howls. You are not hearing this, not, not oh, seeing this. Uh, Cody, again, for what it's worth, I do have dark vision. So. Damn it. I would like to excuse myself for the party. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> 60 feet of it, too. Uh, anyway. <laughs> they don't want that Steve Harvey that. <laughs> I don't want to see in this dark no more. I don't want to <laughs> run this game no more. <laughs> uh, okay, th- so legitimately, if if with that and a and a good perception roll, I'm not seeing anything. Um, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna like just gently like okay. So Bjorn's got his arm on my shoulder. I'm just gonna put my hand or his hand on my shoulder. I'm just gonna put my hand on his hand. And go. It's okay, man. Maybe maybe we should. You want me to get red back up? Should should we get him back up? He can take your. Your space. No, I'm good on the watch, but I'm I, I'm I'm still I'm a little shocked that they're not seeing <coughs> what I'm seeing. You, so at this been... point, if if two people aren't seeing this, and I know I'm assuming I know he's got dark vision, um, that he's yeah, not, oh, I would have you guys probably yeah, yeah, or you've countered a half elf probably. Yeah. So at this point, like I'm starting to question my own senses, my own like uh, reasonableness, but. Kind of, there is an inner pride to him where he's like more interested in checking out the surroundings just to qualify this. That it's that it's you know just my eyes. So I just kind of I let Rasmus know, like, just if you don't mind, keep an eye a little bit. I'm gonna check the uh, edge of the tree line. So I go out to the tree line area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll get up to like a knee or something at least so that I'm not fully just if something happens mm-hmm. yeah Bjorn you uh you walk around the perimeter go ahead and give me uh give me one more uh give me a nature check this time actually and while he's doing that we're giving away a free copy of Spongebob Squarepants yeah, please. Battle for Bikini <laughs> Bottom the rehydrated edition right now that code is TTM25 I don't know if muting does it for everybody but I've used them for myself Oh, that makes me sad. All right, well, never mind. You don't get a free game. Cody took it away. I'm sorry. Blame Cody. <laughs> Cody, stop muting me. You can listen to me this again. This isn't the game to give away games on. Do it at the end or do it on a different show. <laughs> I apologize. I've never actually known if muting on Discord mutes you to the party or just to you. I guess it's just to me. I apologize for my giving nature. Yeah, it ain't Christmas anymore. We don't do that. We don't do that shit in January. We give away heartbreak. That's Jake Daniels. That's the kind of thing that would actually get people to listen to horse time. Maybe you should save it for that. People love horse yeah. time. They're squalor. Bjorn, all your, of them. Bjorn, your your there, low. Roll. There are literally dozens of us. Dozens. Uh, your your low nature roll uh, doesn't yield any anything. Like as you go around, you don't see any tracks. You don't really see anything in regards to. Any evidence of, of at least being that close? Any animals that you would have expected? Mm. Yeah, I think I start walking. Yeah, I just I just head back to the camp. I'm just kind of confused as to what just occurred. For the remainder of your uh, time, you know, I'd say you probably have about an hour left at this point. Kind of, you've taken your time walking around the perimeter. Uh, you take on nothing of note. Like nothing happens. You don't see any other eyes or hear anything again, other than just ambient animal sounds and the in 
the periphery. So the rest yeah, of your time goes without issue. The, uh, reigns to Rasmus at this point. Uh, be Rasmus or Aiden? I was I was first watch. He was first. Uh, were you? I thought Zephyr was first watch. I was, I was with her. Watch. Yeah, remember Hunter? No, you. Yeah, because no, weren't. Yeah, because Hunter was like he could be with them, so he could watch them, and then they would take the first watch after. I thought you were gonna go after them. I misunderstood that. Oh but shit! The, the no, math, that's fine. That's well, the fine. Math, the math still works out because that means that you three were first, then Red, then Bjorn, now me. And if it's two hour shifts, then that works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That still works. Yeah, Rasmus, as you're kind of coming up, you're seeing muted as it may be. The kind of the dawn starting to break is during your shift. Uh, give Give me a perception check for you as well. Okay. Just just one more for the night. Yep. Sorry, I'm trying to switch my camera over. You're good. That's not too bad. 16 plus 6, 24. Yeah, yeah nothing of note no, happens for me too. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, math's well enough. Nothing of note happens. You have a relatively calm two hours. I mean, you kind of, huh. as the dawn breaks, for lack of a phrase, you kind of hear some chittering in the distance and... Things starting to get up with the daybreak, but nothing untoward for the rest of you. Yeah, I, I would spend that time like old chain mailing back up. Um, oh man, I, I I don't know how far into this I want to go. Um, Cody, what would it take for me? Oh, my nature check or my nature is terrible. Never mind. I was gonna say like, oh, I could like find some like bird eggs and cook them up on the on the fire, you know, for the morning. Oh, I fucking can't. I'm, I, mean, I mean, you may be finding red up in that one tree for him. He may have used the bird nest as a pillow for all you know. <laughs> I'm dumb. I won't be able to identify a bird egg from a, a bird shit. Snake so. egg. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'll just oh, eat my jerky. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll all right. My jerky. Cool. Shut up. Grand opening, grand closing of uh, Natureman <laughs> Rasmus. <laughs> I can cook in a kitchen, man. <laughs> I'm used to having tools and supplies. I mean, it was a church, but still. We had a food pantry, damn it. Right. I'm no adventurer. Oh, man. Yeah, you I threw uh, more crosses kinda... in my pack than I did, you know, crunchies. Like, come on. <laughs> I got <laughs> spices. <laughs> I got mustard, I got cumin, I got stuff to cook on and shit. Uh, yeah, as you go about your, your uh, preparations for the day, nothing happens. Uh, the rest of the party, save for Bjorn, seems to, you know, I'd let you guys speak for yourselves, but nothing happened during your shifts and nothing really other than the one alert from Bjorn seemed to rattle anybody throughout the night. Uh, Zephra, at least unless someone kind of found you or told you of it, I don't think you were... Yeah, you weren't even alerted. Same goes for Irina being near you in the circle. She would not have been alerted to that either. Uh, Red rummages his way down the tree, picking a few twigs out of his hair, but he seems to be <laughs> no worse for wear. Picking some out, leaving others in, you know. You know, it's whatever, fine. Whatever's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bjorn, how, you know, like I said, you're not a very, you're a very light sleeper. Mm -hmm. And certainly what happened during the overnight hours didn't help. How are you feeling kind of as the, the day breaks and you start getting, you know, cognizant for this new morning? 
Uh, I mean, refresh is not exactly part of my vocabulary, but at least in this sense, he's not necessarily tired or, you know, worse for wear in that regard, but mentally he's definitely stressed as far as what uh, transpired the evening prior and the lack of validation from anyone that he had woken up. He's actually more thinking about, like, self-preservation at this point because he's starting to think people are questioning his sanity. Okay. Well, obviously, I'll let the the party speak to that if they feel the need to do so. But uh, as the day prepares uh, again, as she did last night, uh, you know, because no one other than Zephyro was privy to the conversation, Irina seems to be about the business of getting ready. You know, she rolls up her bedroll. She, you know, asks you, Rasmus, or she'll poke over to Aiden. Hey, do you guys need any help? What can I do to to get us ready to take our next travels? She's you know, well rested, relatively light in spirit, as you can perceive. Uh, I mean, you know, we're kind of just going through the reverse process of setting it up, right? So when you smother the fire, um, roll things back up. Yeah, I'll, I, you know, whatever little menial thing we could do that'll just kind of make her feel like she's she's involved. I mean, there's none of it is all that intense because we don't have actual tense. So literally, none right. of it is intense. Um, and uh, that was bad. And uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, just, just whatever, you know, if, if she's like get taking care of her own stuff, then we should be fine. Swell the fire and, and hop to it. But I mean, with her being so, you know, involved, I'll definitely like, I'll indulge it. Like, ah, you know, good adventuring spirit ready to, to start the day anew. Mm -hmm. Some little platitude like that. Okay. Yeah, and she she takes well to that. Like I said, she's she's fairly excited to continue on. You know, she she continues to talk about the Vistani being generally welcoming people. She's not encountered many other than the ones in Barovia and many moons. So she's hopeful that everything goes well for this. And is that uh, she actually kind of mentions as you go along that uh, there's a, a master diviner in the camp mm. that she's kind of curious to see. Uh, it does get my attention because I don't think until now she has actually like assuming that we're we're kind of off and on the road at this point. Yeah, I I don't think she, uh, unless I missed it, has made mention up to now that she knows much about these places or about these people. So as soon as she makes mention of that, I'm, I'm I want to pick her brain. Like, hey, what do you mean by that? Like, how do you what do you know about these people? What can you tell us before we get there? Because none of us know anything other than the the couple that we met that run the tavern back in Barovia. Yeah. And she she gives a chuckle toward the sisters at the uh, you know the blood and vine tavern. She chuckles. She said, uh, "Those they due to their choices have have left the ranks of the Vistani, so they are atypical, if you will, of what you would expect." Uh, from my brief dalliances with the Vistani, because they do roam about this region seemingly unimpeded, they're a, a welcoming people. They're a very warm group. They seem you know they are. She mentions that they're nomadic. You know, they kind of travel about, though. Serre Pool is kind of what you would consider a hub. From what she understands, that's kind of where their home base would be if they're not in transit. But that they're generally, you know, loud, boisterous, welcoming people. They like, they like music. They like dancing. They like wine. They enjoy living the day. And she does speak, you know, she mentions... Uh, yeah, kind of as she, she mentioned to you, the, the Master Diviner, there is someone there that is known to be very adept at 
divining people's paths and seeing the fates. She's never participated in this, but she had heard her father mention of this person being at the camp, kind of an elder statesperson at the camp, someone that the Vistani revere in that respect. So she, you know, putting two and two together acknowledges if we are on our way to Serpool, perhaps we may encounter this person. It wouldn't happen to be, and, and this might be outside of her knowledge of this, but it wouldn't happen to be known that this person often wears a purple cloak, would it? He kind of looks at you curiously and says, not that I know of. I mean, purple cloth is something I would imagine the Vistani have for their travels among the realms, but nothing... Like, I don't consider that a uniform for someone. Okay. I'm just curious. Something that one of the sisters mentioned in passing. Yeah. I'm lying. And she said, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you don't have to give a, a high deception check again. She's just... <laughs> she, she's as happy-go-lucky as it is in this situation, so she's not going to really think twice about what you said there. Okay. Yeah, that was so, yeah. one of those... Um, for for you guys' sake, that was something that was made mention uh, in the dream that we all had. And assuming that they all remember that to some degree, I'll try to give them like a quick look just of a I wonder if this person who kind of beckoned us there was noted as wearing a purple cloak. Anyway, uh, on we go. Yeah, on you go. As you make your way through, again, your travels take you and much of the day, uh, you know, you guys can bandy about in terms of you know, a brief rest to, to notch on some of your rations as you go. Uh, not that it is clearly marked, but I will note kind of as you get toward dusk, there is a Rasmus. I would trust that you have kind of lead of the map, as it were, taking you to Velaki. You would notice a, a more worn path off of your established trail that you at least kind of note being where you would suspect the path to Sarah pool is located. It's not like there's a landmark sign for it specifically, but you kind of notice a, a well-worn path with a uh, carriage tracks. Yeah. Kind of taken into it. Okay. That's interesting that there are carriage tracks. I mean, this is what I was looking for, but, but that there's, um, some kind of locomotion might not be the right word, but vehicular travel here. If they're nomadic, they might have carts. Sure, but I wonder how long they've stayed in this location, or do they have regular visitors who come this way by way of, of cart? That is, that's interesting to me. Um... I don't know. I, I, I don't have anything else specific for this other than it looks like that's the way we need to go, making mention to them that we're going to step off the main the main road here would take us on to Velaki, which we will do at some point, but this is where we're headed for now. No okay. And it's what our mission at the moment is, or at least our plan. Yeah, I'll speak for, for Irina. She kind of, again, a little more pep in her step. She's kind of excited. G generally, again, as she's conveyed, she's just excited to see people that aren't people she's been seeing for so long in Barovia. So she's pretty, pretty ready to go. Yeah. As you take this path again, dusk has fallen. Uh, as you wind your way through this again, it's, it's forest on both sides, though a little bit thinner in terms of the tree placement than you would have encountered during your earlier path here. 
Uh, as you wind your way through, you do notice a larger body of water. I would, you know, for, for those of us locally, I would approximate like not even Lake Gerardo, like smaller than that, but it's a, it's a smaller body of water that at least has some significance to point out. Uh, actually for all of you, uh, I would point out that as you make your way through this, the fog is slightly less oppressive. Like to the point that you don't feel it for the first time in a while, kind of enveloping you even at a, a safer distance than it was during your travels during this last day and a half. It doesn't feel as enclosing upon you as you work your way through here. Okay. As you make your way through, uh, it doesn't take much of a perception check, so I won't even have you roll for it. Uh, all of you start to hear kind of a collection of of sound and activity and what sounds like people in the distance. You, know, you hear the faint sound of instruments. You hear uh, chattering and kind of you know motion, excitement. Uh, how do you handle, again, for the first time in a while, maybe encountering that kind of attitude? Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> um, I mean, optimistic, and- but I'm used to people taking me literally at face value, so I'm still going to pop my hood up and stay towards the back of the group. Rasmus is going to fall back on on his old instincts. So rather than a, a you know adjusted strap of the shield, he's actually going to loosen that, sling it to his his you know his back where it normally stays, and try to kind of not disarm himself, but just look less uh, threatening. <laughs> I guess, yeah, uh, not be actively armed. From from Bjorn's point of view, not necessarily in a threatening manner or anything yeah, like that. Just tenses up a bit he's not as you know uh trusting of others so as he's hearing this he gets a little bit more defensive and so yep. hand near the daggers but not on them a little more tensed up more cautious head on a swivel aiden what say you cautiously optimistic just um soaking it in okay i, I will ask just in passing are any of you approaching this with any kind of like stealth or are you Openly, kind of walking toward the sound. Just Your openly for no creature. I had to intend on being stealthy. No. Okay. I'm wa- well. I just hear. I mean, did, yeah. Speak for yourself, Aiden. I mean, you can. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds joyous, but at the same time, like in this world, it just everything feels off. So, uh, if not stealthy, he's kind of keeping to the back, out of sight, and looking around. If that makes any sense. No, it does. Uh, For the rest of you, kind of Aiden, you're kind of staying to the periphery. Bjorn, you're kind of cautious. Red, taking up the back of the group, uh, I'm speak for him, is hunched down, trying to not be his seven-foot self, I imagine, in this situation. But it does not uh, take long as you hit the initial clearing of the, you know, the blank of trees as you kind of come toward this opening. Uh, there, there's not much hope to even disguise yourself because you hear someone shout from the distance, Hail visitors! And you hear kind of a, a bit of an uprise from the background. And someone who is uh, bedecked in, not purple, but 
traveler's clothing. They look fairly well kept with a uh, cap kind of doffed to the side. Uh, kind of a revelry uh, stricken face. Looks a little bit tanner complected. Has a mug in his hand and kind of sees the party and says, Welcome! Come! I venture you mean to find this place. And that's where we cut it off. Happiness. Okay. On my home. It's a flaming mow away. <laughs> hey, you don't know what's in that mug. It may be made of wood. It means it won't hold up to the flaming mow for long, but it's there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so intrigue. Uh, hey, you got to make sure to get that red portion of the aqua fresh in there. <laughs> Specifically the red stripe. All right, so we've had paranoia, we have intrigue, we now have revelry. It's a weird night in Barovia, but I'm excited for uh, whatever form this tabletop RPG adventure takes for legally distinct purposes, much like Aiden Valmont. I will not speak the name of the proprietor of this adventure any longer, (laughs) lest something happen. Um, thank you for joining us for PZ85 Plays on the Podzilla 1985 Network. A little bit of an atypical evening, of course, being down an individual, but we shall see what is in store for these uh, adventurers and their companion Irina as they've made their way to at least what they understand to be Serpool and the Vistani residing therein. Uh, we shall see what in- incurs there next week. Uh, let's see, we've got a lot going on this week. Uh, I don't know what happened Monday night, but I know what's probably happening tomorrow night, both good, bad, and, well, mostly sour news uh, for our midweek show. But Shannon, Hunter, take it away. What else we got going on this week? Well, oh my. It's, it's just Chris Farley with the cigar and Tommy Boy going, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> it, it's a whole bunch yep. of Vince McMahon doing things. Um, then we had some sad news today that Jay Briscoe, Ring of Honor tag champion, and one of the best tag team wrestlers in the world passed away in a car accident. A car accident man. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow as well. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a little bit of a somber show. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do have one positive that we didn't get to mention last week because obviously we were talking about the Vince McMahon stuff. So I want to bring some positivity tomorrow for once. The things that we always talk about the things we hate we, that we hate in wrestling this week. Well, tomorrow because we're trying to bring things up, I'm gonna tell you about something I absolutely loved in wrestling recently. So that'll be tomorrow. Okay. And then, of course, Thursday, you've got After Dark and Shannon's dispensing of more game codes. I promise, at least as of this recording, I haven't taken Crusader Kings 3, but you better fight for it, kids, because my Steam account's just a few uh, click-clacks to the keyboard away. It's a good game. uh, I know Crusader Kings 2 was a very good game. uh, I'm curious of all the debauchery you can cause in Crusader Kings 3, because there's a Mm. lot of it. Uh, spoiler alert, kids. Do you want to marry off your living relatives and try to form uh, alliances and Rudy then have Giuliani yourself did. die of syphilis as the king of Ireland? You oh. can do it. <laughs> Never mind. He hasn't done oh, that yet. Oh, what were you to say? He hasn't done that yet. Oh, yet. Right, yeah. Yes. Allegedly. 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 Uh, and then, uh, allegedly, there's also a, a horse time show on Friday. Horse time! Allegedly. There, um... No, that's, oh shit! Uh, In yeah. two weeks, yeah. well, in a week and a half, it'll be a live horse time. Oh <laughs> shit! Right. Oh boy! Time. I hadn't thought about that. Live Break out the stables, kids. I'll try to make an appearance. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you yes, you fucking will. Mm. <laughs> it might be a Don't short appearance because someone opens the next day. <laughs> I'll, be, Ooh, I'll, be yeah. I'll be tapping on it. I'll be tapping on it. Frank's alone. Frank's alone. 
Kaz, the Kaz man will be back in Missouri for the first time since. Um, That's right. Last time. What was it? La- when was it last time? It was, uh, like, like, it was when we started this show. Started this campaign, yeah. <laughs> it was the first episode, yeah. <laughs> days we thought Curse of Strahd was going to go smoothly and quickly. Yeah, I do. And it, so abs- yeah, and it absolutely has, too. That's the crazy part. Wait, was it? No, that wasn't the party where I no, kicked your no, ass no. Street Fighter, was it? Oh, you've never no, done I that. Never. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my E-Honda did. <laughs> Motherfucker, come to my... Come Come to the the interactive fun zone. Come to the Green arcade behind me. I've got all kinds of games. God damn it! It's falling apart. Wait, is it quarters or is it like special Shannon coins? It takes it takes chutzpah. <laughs> yeah, plenty of that. You know the 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 Mel Brooks currency since History of the World Part Two is coming out. Oh, don't say it. Tanner's gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. I'm no. To be fair, Boy, do be crying. Tanner announced uh, that he's having a baby girl. We're happy for him. I'm just happy that he's hey. got a, that he'll have yeah. someone to cry with him because he's a little bitch baby. God damn. Well, as, as Tanner mentioned earlier today, he is now officially a girl dad. Like he hasn't been a girl dad for six years now. I used to be, but I also am now. No, See, you he know, used to be a, used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know if Tanner's going to listen to this. Congratulations, Tanner, obviously, from everybody yes, he here. And, um, yes. and we'll be happy to have you yes. back on the show next time, brother. Happy, happy to have him next time. It sounds like he's a guest star. We'll be happy to have Tanner back anytime he's ready. <laughs> happy by. Horse Threat Day! All right, Cody, get us out of here. Horse Threat, you know, you know, for for all the members of the Job Squad, Two Cold Scorpio, <laughs> Mick Foley, uh, Leaf Cassidy, and Bob Holly, I am your uh, your patron saint. The two by fours they carried in the Union because he was also in that. We'll see you union. next time for another episode of PZ eighty five plays. How do you like us now?